world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Hi, from the land that people forgot, the most listened to the Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So, Sandy, we have a a, a coincidence. A coincidence? The Democrats in most of the Democratic-run states did some massive polling at the national level and the state level, Uh and the results came back for their polling, and all of a sudden, they've all decided to open the states up. Oh, my goodness. Sandy. Is, wow. Could this be a coincidence? That's unbelievable. It's just, I don't think it's a coincidence. No, it must be science. But wait, there's more. <laughs> In June starts primary season. Oh, wow. And we're, and we're opening up May 19th, oh. an arbitrary date, just May date. Yeah, 19th. Just, well, it's science. Close yeah. enough to the June where you remember, but you kind of don't remember what it was for. Right. <laughs> Does that make sense? It makes sense. It's perfect science. Yeah. It's perfect science yes. that we're going to open up. Like dining is up to a hundred percent, but you still have to have six foot social distancing. I don't know, whatever. And wear uh, your mask in between bites. And mer- where yeah, I oh yeah, I'm going to wear my mask in between bites. That's going to go over really, really mm-hmm. well with most people. <laughs> I don't even understand that. Uh, and uh, so what happens is, uh, after 14 months, by the way, he's still running the state. Murphy's running the state through executive order. So is Connecticut. So is New York. So is uh, Minnesota. So is uh, Chicago, Illinois. They're not going to give it. And California. But by May North 19th, Carolina, too. By May 19th, both indoor and outdoor restaurants will be allowed to operate at full capacity as long as patrons wear masks. Indoors and parties are separated by at least six feet. If tables are separated by plexiglass or other protective barriers, they may be placed closer together. Come on. Wait, but now, for some reason, bar seating can resume Friday, May 7th, (laughs) but you have to wait 12 more days before you can have tables closer together. I don't know. I... I'm still trying to figure this out. It's the science. But but what happened was the Dems... Uh, so you're not I, a scientist. Exactly. That's the problem. You're not a scientist. So did you see what Fauci said? If you wear two bathing suits this summer, you could pee in the pool. Oh, well, that's science. Okay. You didn't know that, did well, you? Well, it makes perfect sense. Exactly. So, so all of this reopening, ladies and gentlemen, is just a farce. Why? Because the polling came through, what people are pissed off about. No, there's nothing about bringing schools back 100 percent or anything. No, because not, the no. teachers unions haven't decided when they're going to go back to school. They're actually <laughs> leaning right. towards a vote of never. That's right. That's why should they? They're getting paid for pretty much doing nothing. Now you know, I, people talk about stereotypes, and I've seen people attack Murphy all the time. He's Irish. He must be a drunk. He must be this. He must be that. Sometimes reality. Murphy launched on the federal on the state government website, the New Jersey website. Yeah, a free beer and a shot. <laughs> there, they stole that, you know, from where from Great Britain. Great 30, Britain is giving out pizza and beer if you if the young people get a uh, a shot. Yeah. Thirty four breweries in New Jersey. Nice. If you get vaccinated the month of May. You go and show your vaccination card, and they give you a free beer from their breweries, the local breweries. Do you have to be a certain age? Okay. Now it's see, now you want to talk about how people forget these participating breweries. These are part of the breweries that our governor had his foot on their throats right. and didn't allow them to right. operate. And now here they are. Like right. if the governor called me up tomorrow and said, everybody that gets a shot, will you give them a free hour port time? I no. would tell them to stick it. <laughs> Exactly right. Okay, so here's these breweries that, and that, listen, they're trying to survive. I understand they had a long time, but 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 just so you know, see that that's why he will get reelected. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yes, that's he why. Will. That's yeah. why he will get reelected well, because he knows how to do it. It's it's the whole thing. 
Correct. By the way, almost 50% of the state believes Murphy uh, should be reelected. That comes from Save Jersey. Okay? Uh, Murphy's job approval rating is almost 50%, uh, even after all this crap that was going on. And that, don't forget, and that's overall in the entire state. So he is going to get reelected at, this, at this point. It's, just, it's typical, though, Ann. It's, it's a blue state. These people are, they're droids. They just pull a handle. I'm thinking of my father-in-law, who, if you ran a bucket of swill as he, on the Democratic ticket, he would vote for that. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. They, they can't so, think for themselves. Just... So while we're in this perspective, this was on uh, Wallet Hub. I've never heard of this, but it was an Adam McCann, which is a financial writer. Mm-hmm. He wrote states that are recovering the quickest from COVID. So Washington, D.C. is considered one, too. So it's 51, right? So the, the 50th worst state for recovery is none other than New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> 51 is Michigan, 49 is New York, 48 is Pennsylvania, 47 is Delaware, 46 is the District of Columbia, 45 is Rhode Island. Hmm, I wonder what, what all of those all that have together? dates hmm. have in common. Uh, number one was South Dakota. Okay, yeah, number okay. two was yeah. Iowa, and number three was Idaho, number four was Nebraska, number five was Alaska. And this is everything. This is taking into effect the, the economy. Jobs lost, unemployment, everything. This was looking okay. at it purely from a, an, a, a, an economic, a, standpoint. economic <laughs> standpoint. Thank you for filling it in for me. And, uh, you know, they gave them all points on, you know, restaurant closures, high yeah. supply of vaccine and everything. And it was like, oh, my God, everything I looked, New Jersey is on the list, but it's on the wrong side of the list. Highest death rate, number 50, New Jersey. Okay, no surprise there. And I I'm, I keep scrolling down this. Highest unemployment rate versus pre-COVID levels. New Jersey's number 48. Ding, ding, ding. And it goes, the list goes on and on and on. Okay, most debt uh, accumulated. New Jersey, 47. No kidding. Don't worry. We're just going to write checks and a couple more trillion dollars and we're going to pay for that, you know, because that's how we do it in New Jersey. That's right. Unbelievable. It's just killing me. So, so follow the science. The election's coming up. It's time to reopen our state, just like they're doing in New York and Connecticut now. Going to let people move about. But you know, I think uh, also uh, Murphy said that if we all wear a mask and behave, we might be allowed to have sparklers <laughs> for Fourth of July. They're not outlawing sparklers again this year. Well, uh, spark sparklers are one of the few fireworks, if you could even call that fireworks. Yeah, right. one of the. F- has anybody listening to the show ever been burned by a sparkler? Uh, I have. Yes. Yes. After it went out, you had that metal touch yes. your skin. Mm-hmm. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah, no, I can't believe we give four-year-old kids sparklers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's great. So, you know, New Jersey is continually, we're following the science when it comes to opening up and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know we're, we're, we're not we're not going to open we're not we're not going to open as fast as people think they're going to pull us back more well i okay? don't understand what he's after you know that's the whole thing is he's we know he was kind of marketing for uh, bailouts right federal bailout money well he but, got a but lot he, he got a lot so what else is it why what what is the reasoning behind keeping the state closed Control, it, yeah, it's about it because it's got nothing to do with the science. Because, you know, from an epidemiological standpoint, there's been absolutely no data whatsoever anywhere in the world that has showed that closing people into a room uh, is good for them and and stops the spread of um, of a virus. If you, if, as a matter of fact, the actual science says that might be the worst thing to do. Correct. Correct. So now let's get to some legislative stuff because there is a lot going on, especially for us in New Jersey. Uh, I I have the Federalist on my iPad and I read articles from the Federalist every morning. And Lawrence Keene, who's also uh, one of the executives at the National Shooting Sports Foundation, he's a senior vice president and general counsel. So he's a lawyer for the NSSF. He wrote 
a great article regarding our New York State Rifle and Pistol Association case, the Corlett case. Yeah. And uh, I want to give some people hope there because, again, I feel the Supreme Court is compromised, and I'm concerned that, that after Kavanaugh was Kavanaughed, I believe that uh, Amy Coney Barrett's scared. Uh, Kavanaugh is also scared uh, for being a they're, they're scared to become the pure jurist. And also, I believe Roberts is worried about his legacy and his country club membership and his children that are in college or whatever. And there's only a few people left out there. Now, last week I had read uh, uh, Dan Schmutter's op-ed and everything about packing the court. And Dan and I had a conversation. Uh, sitting Justice Stephen Breyer has come out and s- said he is against packing of the court. Remember I asked if there was any yep. uh, justices? Uh, so we know Kennedy did, who's retired, but Breyer, who's on the bench, has come out and said he's against packing the court. So that's good to know. So let's talk about this Keene article. Uh, this guy gives me hope because I'm, I'm worried because I believe this is the last Second Amendment case that the Supreme Court is going to juggle around for a long time. And if they do decide to uh, vote in our favor on this case since they granted it cert, there's a good chance the New Jersey carry case behind it or the 10-round mag case behind it uh, might also uh, be granted cert. Do you so think wrote, so? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think so. I you think I think going to do a one and done? No, I think just like – well, see, but the magazine – capacity is much different than the yes, carry yes, right. because there's a blatant imbalance in the courts. Uh, so some states it's 10 rounds, some it's 7, mm. some it's 12, some it's 15, some it's none. And it's a moving target. Correct. I think that the, the the Supreme Court has, listen, so many lower court cases keep hitting. Like we have the one in California now, we have the one in New Jersey. So many of these cases keep hitting. Eventually the Supreme Court's got to say, whoa, okay, this is the 17th case we're getting like this. We have to hear one and we have to ratify our decision. Yeah. So Keene writes on, as SCOTUS takes up concealed carry, reciprocity's time is now. There's always a risk in trying to predict how the U.S. Supreme Court will decide a case. Justices have proven to be unpredictable in the past, and court watchers will admit that the Supreme Court conventional wisdom is anything but conventional with the Supreme Court. We know it's not. But he goes, still, there's a buzz among the firearms industry and gun owners about the Supreme Court agreeing to hear an appeal in the case of New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Corlett. The Supreme Court granted review to a limited question, whether the state's denial of petitioners' applications for concealed carry licenses for self-defense violated the Second Amendment. The court specifically wants to know if New York State's New, New York State's police superintendent Keith Corlett is denying Second Amendment rights by rejecting concealed carry permits as the state requires applicants to show a justifiable need. Could taking this case mean the time for concealed uh, reciprocity has arrived? Remember now, there's only about eight states that don't have carry, you know, a uh, shell issue. And uh, there's about, let me see, for 18 states that don't have full reciprocity, roughly. So, Corlett is the first major gun-related Supreme Court has heard in more than a decade. Well, that's kind of not true because the New York City case they heard a year ago uh, with the being able to leave the five boroughs. So, that was a, 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 a major gun case, too. But it ended differently with New York changing the rule. But following the McDonald case and the Heller case that was decided in 2010 and, eight, and 2008, respectively, at the heart of the question in Corlett is whether the Second Amendment applies beyond the home. The holdings in Heller and McDonald will inform how the Supreme Court decides in Corlett. The Heller decision held that the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms, are pre-existing individual rights. Before Heller, gun control proponents argued that the Second Amendment merely granted the right of the states to form a militia. The Heller decision put that notion to rest, holding that the people, not the government, not like Joe Biden says, the government is we the people, retains the rights endowed by the Second Amendment. Furthermore, the Heller decision affirmed the belief that the right to bear arms can be viewed as among those rights endowed by our creator and pre-existing the government. The McDonald decision concluded that the Second Amendment applies not just to the federal government, but to the states as well. Previous to McDonald, Chicago and nearby Oak Park, Illinois, banned handgun possession. 
the Supreme Court held in McDonald that the Second Amendment is a fundamental civil liberty and self-defense is a basic right. Additionally, it held the states are obligated under the 14th Amendment due process clause to not infringe on that right. Chicago couldn't deny McDonald the right to keep and bear his handgun. In light of Corlett, it's worth noting the lengthy discussion about the right to bear arms contained in Heller. Writing for the majority, Justice Scalia agreed with Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg's articulation in an earlier case that the term bear arms means where comma, bear, comma, or carry <laughs> upon the person or in the clothing or in a pocket for the purpose of being armed and ready for offensive or defensive action in a case of conflict with another person. The Second Amendment is, after all, grounded in the natural God-given right of self-defense. As such, just as all other fundamental civil liberties like free speech and freedom of religion are not confined to your home, the Second Amendment right to bear arms does not end at your front door or your state's border for that matter. Okay, while predicting the Supreme Court decisions can be a fool's errand, given the Supreme Court's precedent, it would appear likely the days of New York and a minority of states requiring citizens to prove good cause are a need to exercise their Second Amendment right to carry a firearm on their person for self-protection are numbered. <laughs> okay, should the Supreme Court strike down these may issue requirements, then all states will be shell issue. This is pretty exciting when you when you think about yeah. the, the gravity of something like Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, this is really, really what we should be thinking about. So he goes on to talk about that's where the National uh, Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act, H.R. 38 S. 1522, introduced by Richard Hudson in the House of Reps and John Cronium in Texas in the Senate. They, issue, they, they, they put this out every year, but Mitch McConnell will never put it up for a full Senate vote, Lawrence Keene. So I doubt we're going to see this come up. Obviously, Nancy Pelosi running the House right now, it will not come up for vote in the right. House. Right. But even if the Republicans were to win the House back, Trump's first term, the House passed it, and it went to the Senate, and Mitch McConnell held it for 10 months and let it expire on uh, New Year's, uh, Christmas Eve, or New Year's Eve of uh, Trump's first year in office and didn't put it up for vote. So I have to disagree with La uh, Lawrence Keene on that one, but I love everything else he wrote about, the, uh, about where we are, you know— um, uh, you know, with the with the with the way the ruling could affect all of us. So it's a very, very good article. I, I really Yeah, it really enjoyed is a good it. article, yeah. Right? And we, we need to um we need to really cross our fingers and our and our toes and everything and hope hope so much, Sandy, that the Supreme Court, now that they decide to grant it cert, Thomas will have enough influence with Alito and Gorsuch and then get maybe get a little help from Kavanaugh and a little hope, help from Amy Coney Barrett. Again, Roberts and Sotomayor and uh, the other one I'm not, too, uh, I'm not too keen on, but we'll see what happens. But please, uh, everybody out there, support those who support you and support those five organizations we talk about all the time, and I'll be repeating that later. Speaking of the five organizations, you know, um, we have a case against New Jersey, the five, uh, the five families, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, right. um, ANJRPC, CNJFO, NJ2AS, uh, SAF, and Firearms Policy Conference, five groups. Those are the ones that if you make a donation, you'll, every donation you make, you will get another um, raffle drawing to win uh, an autographed dory and a picture of me with the grand opening of the new range. So we're going after New Jersey for their scheme of issuing a firearms ID card, which is un, uh, un, um, unconstitutional. So Illinois just uh, lost a case, and the people in Illinois won a case. Uh, for the second time, a county judge in southern Illinois has ruled the state's firearms ID card is unconstitutional. Okay, the ruling from Judge Scott Webb means the Illinois Supreme Court will also, for a second time, be in a position to decide whether to strike down the firearms ID card as unconstitutional. According to an Illinois Supreme Court rule, 
appeals in criminal cases shall lie directly to the Supreme Court as a matter of right. If the state decides to appeal the decision that found the FID card unconstitutional, the appeal will be heard by the Illinois Supreme Court. This is the second time. It keeps bouncing back and forth. Mm -hmm. In Illinois, you have to apply for a firearms ID card and pay a $10 filing fee and submit an application in order to be eligible to get a card. And you need this to obtain a firearm. Boy, it sounds familiar. Very right? familiar. This case is out of the Second Judicial Circuit in White County, People versus Vivian Brown. I love this. A woman, Vivian Brown, challenged it. I, I just, and, oh, no, People versus Vivian Brown. Sorry. Uh, at the time, Brown was, oh, yeah, Brown was eligible to obtain an FID card but did not have one. Brown argued the law violated the Second Amendment because it prohibited a person who could legally possess a weapon from keeping one in his or her home. Retired Second uh, Judicial Circuit Judge Mark Stanley dismissed Brown's charge. Stanley wrote <laughs> that if the statute is constitutional, then it becomes obvious the legislator did not intend the statute to apply to one's home. Oh, my God, I hate this. This is very similar to New Jersey where yep. we basically have our FID card as, as giving us permission, an right. exemption. Right. Oh, this allows right. me to be exempt. Well, so we have that case, and all five 2A groups have this case rolling. So what do we find out now? For months and years, and especially through COVID and the pandemic and everything, the New Jersey State Police Illegal NICS Unit, which basically for you people that are new to guns, our NICS unit is illegal. We pay tax through the Pittman-Robinson Act, uh, okay, from the 1930s. Every time you buy a gun, you buy ammunition or whatever, it goes to fund uh, hunting and fishing and uh, federal parks, national parks, and money goes back to uh, the federal government for this. It also covers the NICs. When they decided to have a national incident background check, it's already covered. It's free. So if you live in Pennsylvania, you go to Cabela's and buy a gun, they do a NICs check. You don't pay anything, and the NICs check is instant. Well... New Jersey says, well, that system's nice, but we're going to supersize it. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to put two or three cranky people in an office in West Trenton. And rather than go through Nick's, you're going to go through us. And we're going to have less hours. And we're going to have longer lead times and longer approval times. And all we are going to do is take your request and forward it to the federal NICS right. database. <laughs> and put it into NICS. <laughs> and put it into NICS. And, and charge then, you money. And then... And then when the answer comes through, we're going to sit on it for a couple hours or right. days or right. weeks. And then we're going to give you the response back. And for the fact of doing this, you, this favor to you, we are going to charge you $15 well, this is for the, every the NICS check. This is the beauty of the bureaucracy, right? Create, make work jobs. Now, that $15 that you pay is illegal. Because you, it's, you already paid it through a tax, That's right. through a federal tax when you yeah. bought your guns and your ammo, your rifle case, you, when you bought your reloading equipment, your powder, your primers or whatever, you paid through Pittman-Robinson, you paid for that NICS check. But New Jersey, we like to have you pay again, that's okay, right. illegally. Yes, that's right. So now we have a lawsuit that's heating up. Our attorney general and his peeps are writing a response to our lawsuit right now. But all of a sudden... People have noticed, and Rosie from CNJFO wrote a story, we went from a seven-day backlog with Nick's to a one-day backlog. Oh, amazing. And it's been holding as a one-day backlog for the past two weeks now. And a one-day backlog. Think of that on an instant check. They get the information instantly, and then they sit on it for a day. It was seven business days oh. a month ago. So, listen, this is what Rosie wrote. I love it. Turns out all it takes to make New Jersey Knicks fast is a lawsuit. <laughs> Rose, Rosie, Rosie wrote, Magic Wand spotted circling New Jersey State Police <laughs> Firearms Unit today. He says, like a bolt of lightning out of the sky and faster than a speeding bullet comes a big story on the half-assed attempt to nullify the lawsuit charging negligence, disrespect for the law, and deliberate stalling of the New Jersey State Police, in quotes, instant background check system <laughs> by our anti-2A government. As of early this morning, only 243 submissions, in brackets he wrote, read redundant checks at points of transfer. It's a redundant check, by the way. We're awaiting processing. Not bad considering at one port the reporting page you see here was shut down when over 5,000 owners were waiting. 
So Rosie asked the question, what happened? He goes, I'll tell you what happened. We sued them. Right. The New Jersey uh, firearms purchase ID applicant already goes through an intensive background check prior to issuance of the new electronic yellow card needed to purchase long guns and a permit for each handgun, and yet has to endure another NICS check at point of purchase, the gun shop, with a one- to two-week delay in instant <laughs> check processing, <laughs> while surrounding states were able to get their NICS checks done in a few minutes to a few hours at the height of the COVID rush. It became apparent that something had to be done, that something was a lawsuit so be advised if you see a black helicopter or harry potter's magic wand floating <laughs> overhead <laughs> you too may experience the miracle of miracles a real instant check well it only takes one day like what you're reading join a second amendment group of your choice thank you here's our hot link cnjfo.com forward slash join dash us so it's fpc cnjfo saf nj2as and anjrpc five organizations are on the same lawsuit ladies and gentlemen you have no idea what it takes to get five organizations together to do anything including order lunch <laughs> okay, so for you people that are in the civics groups or anything, could you think you can get American Legions, AMVETS, oh, and yeah. uh, uh, um, Knights of Columbus, the Royal Rangers? Do you think you can get five groups together and plan anything? Like a picnic? That, that won't happen, no, no. Okay, so guess what? We did five organizations, all right? And so who donated this week? I'm going to give a couple of shout-outs. Danny Barrio, multiple donations. Steven Crescenzo. Multiple donations. Matthew Beebe, multiple donations again. Robert Staub, multiple donations again. Gary Allison, who just recovered from his second stroke, five donations wow. to all five organizations. That's incredible. Okay? How do you like that? And then, of course, Mike Candido. Mike Candido's like, hey, wait a minute. I was listening to the show. I made some, and all of a sudden, he started sending me these emails of all these donations he made, multiple donations. Mike, I'm just putting you down for 10, okay? <laughs> if you don't like it, donate five more times, and I'll put you down for 15. That's great. The drawing will be at the grand reopening right around 4th of July at the range. We will pick somebody from a hat or a shotgun shell or something like that. And the winner will get the dory signed by me with a picture with me and Henry Montefront. As long as we can get Henry out there for making the dory and helping us all be the tip of the spear. But this is how it works. We have to have unity. We have to have activism. It's baby steps like this that are going to get us through it. This Corlette case gives me Ajita, and it gives me hope. And then the, the permitting scheme case, listen, Gruel's going to fight it. It's probably going to go to the U.S. Supreme Court, you know, yeah. and I don't know if it's yeah. going to get granted cert, but whatever the case may be. And, you know, I get, I'm getting a lot of crap because I'm, I supported uh, Pastor uh, Phil Rizzo for the primary for governor. Yeah. Well, Pastor Phil Rizzo is a member of the range has carry permit, pro-gun, comes here with his wife and his kids and shoot, brings so many, many people here to shoot. We've always talked guns. Support those who support you. He says, I'm running for governor. Would you endorse me? I endorsed him, right? Everybody's like, well, you should endorse Jack Cittarelli because he's going to win. I've said this a million times. In the primary, we vote for who we want. Right. Once the primary's over, whoever's the nominee in the Republican Party, I will back that nominee up. Because I want anybody but Phil Murphy. Right. Okay? So anybody that wants to give me crap for my choice, tough shit. This is still the United States of America. I'm a 60-year-old male, and I can do anything I want. <laughs> I made it this far. Okay? <laughs> I'll vote for who I want and put my support by who I want. All the people, the haters out there that are sending me messages and stuff, uh, they're saying I'm splitting the party. It's the primary. Oh, my God. Oh. Vert for her sink. Divert for this one. No, it's the primary. I'm supporting Phil Rizzo. Phil Rizzo wins the nomination. He is my guy for Republican governor. If he loses and somebody else's wins, that's who I will support. Everybody else, stick it. For many yeah. people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. 
The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra wide ports so two people can stand side by side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50 yard range, to your left you'll see our large classroom and go back up to the concierge and make a right, we have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids, and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids, and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We used marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio, where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. Look, before we get rolling, I just want to, in the spirit of keeping it in the family, uh, let everybody know that if you're looking for an escape of North Jersey or the New York crowds and are looking for a home near the Jersey Shore and you want to get it before it goes on to the open market where it'll likely be snatched up in hours, you need to let me know. It's a beautiful, totally up-to-date, custom-built, five-bedroom, four-bath, 3,000-square-foot home with a separate guest suite, plus a 2,000-square-foot, four-level outdoor living area. It's beautiful. It's set right in a park-like setting, surrounded by working farmland, yet it's only four minutes to the best beaches and boardwalk. A train to New York City... Uh, with free parking right at the station and almost instant access to every major highway. And if you like the outdoors, you're just minutes away from some of the best state and county parks with miles and miles of hiking and horse trails. It's ideally located just a 40-minute drive to North Jersey. I make it to the PA border in 29 minutes, and it's just an hour to New York or Philly or Atlantic City. Every major access is right around the corner. And if you've got a plane, it's just a short bike ride to BLM Airport with a runway long enough to handle a 727-200. Look, it's a beautiful airport. I fly out of there all the time. It's really sweet, really nice, easy access, in and out. The property is really unique, even for the area, which is unique unto itself. It's scheduled to hit the market on Memorial Day weekend. So look, please... If you're interested at all, I promise you this thing's going to be gone in hours like everything else that's going in the area. you got to reach out right away. You're really close to a lot of area gun clubs, including Central Jersey, which is only a couple of towns away. And for a couple looking for a forever home to raise their family, you couldn't ask for more. The school systems are magnificent, some of the best in the state. The beaches and open areas are magnificent, clean, and wonderful. And there's zero crime. I would love to keep this in the family. So email me at sandy at gunforhireradio.com if you're interested or know somebody who is. And I'll get them a packet of information out to them before it hits the open market. But you got to act quick. Like I said, it's scheduled to go on the open market on Memorial Day weekend. And 
everything else in the area is only lasting a matter of hours and there's multiple bidding wars going on. So let me know. Sandy at gunforhireradio.com. Okay, and we are back. So it's no surprise that we have to support those who support you. Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com, 20% off with the mention of Gun For Hire. Check out his chicken sandwich, C-H-I-K-N or something like that. (laughs) Check it out. His food is also available at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. Peter Tillum, NY Tech Defense. If you live in New York, anywhere, city, anywhere in New York, NY Tech Defense. Mention Gun for Hire, get your monthly 10% discount. U.S. Law Shield in the other 49 states, use code Gun for Hire, one word. Make sure if you can read, please buy Decoding Firearms by John <laughs> Petrolito. It's available on Amazon. It's also available at Gun for Hire. They will be available at the grand opening as well. You can buy them at the grand opening. Uh, Grand reopening. The grand reopening. Gun Lawyer Podcast, Evan Knappen, exposing the truths about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. The quarantine crawl. Again, when we open the new range, we will have uh, food being showcased every weekend. So check out quarantinecrawl.com, 310 Pro 2A Businesses, Products, and Services. I just referred people to a doctor. I want to talk about Dr. Optoff in a minute. Uh, I just sent them the quarantine crawl link, and they they emailed me back and said, thank you so much. Uh, My insurance covered it. I'm going to see Dr. Optoff. That's the way it's supposed to be. That's the way it's supposed to work. My book, Crime Proof, will be shipping from the printer in a week or two. Ten skids, 10,000 books. It takes a while, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you all for your patience. If you pre-order crimeproofbook.com, I will autograph it. If you don't pre-order, there's going to be extortion involved if you want it autographed. (laughs) You've been warned. So order them for your friends and your family. Okay? Our super secret email, sign me up at gunforhireradio.com. I got a ton of shoe sizes right now. Nice. Okay? Brad from Mama Yolanda's uh, uh, Italian uh, gravy and sauce and pasta vodka sauce. Brad wanted uh, me to read an email, which I can't find right now. Oh, he wrote, Aunt, I was happy to hear on the show this morning that you're still enjoying a taste of freedom in Florida. Thank you very much for your kind words that you shared with your audience about my brother. Dan Schmutter was so shocked by the news that he immediately called me yesterday to convey his condolences. A 10-minute call from a guy who bills by the minute was a very pleasant surprise. You and he are both special men. Gun people are the best people. Um, You know, his brother was the founder of Mama Yolanda's, his brother Derek, and, uh, you know, it's, it's horrible, but... Uh, his, he's still offering the promo, and uh, you should really check it out. Go to MamaYolandas.com. It's 15% off. Uh, I'm telling you, I haven't had the pasta vodka yet, but the, the, the tomato sauce is phenomenal. I'm telling you right now, everybody, it's phenomenal. So Dr. Optoff wanted everybody to know that May is Mental Awareness Month. Okay. And he gave me some bullet points, Sandy. All right couple of things to think of. If you're listening to the show or if you have friends and family, you're not alone. It's essential to prioritize our mental health and stay connected with friends, family, and peers. No one should feel alone in their mental health journey or without the resources and support they need. You're not alone because one in five adults in the United States experience a mental health condition in any given year. One in six youth aged 6 to 17 experience a mental health condition each year. All right, 51 million people, more than 51 million adults in the United States, face the reality of managing a mental illness every day. Common barriers to treat the, to treatment include the cost of mental health care and insurance, prejudice and discrimination, and structural barriers like transportation. Half of all lifetime mental health conditions begin by age 14 and, by, and 75% by age 24. Early intervention programs can help. Fewer than half of the adults in the U.S. who experience mental illness get the help they need. There's a stigma. That's why. It's okay if you're diabetic, right? It's okay if you have high blood pressure, but it's not okay to say that you have mental, you know, issues. That's right. right. Okay? So that's that's what, these are the things that we have to address. Uh, One in 20 adults in the United States experience a serious mental illness every year. It must be higher with COVID and everything. And again, I just said this, and I didn't read down here. Stigma and discrimination have caused so many of us to suffer. This Mental Health Month, let's break down stigma so no one struggles in in silence, okay? 
we have to all work together with this. What can we do? You know, I mean, everybody gets so much uh, depression. Like, you know, also like like lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, stuff. They, they have a higher instance of mental illness. And our veterans, 41% of Veterans Health Administration patients have a diagnosed mental illness. Yeah. 70% of youth in a juvenile justice system have a diagnosed mental illness. It, it, it covers everybody from black to Native Hawaiian, multiracial, LGBTQ. Please, you know, get rid of the stigma. I want everybody to, to, to think about this. And this public service announcement comes from the Optoff Center for Psychotherapy, which is in Westwood, New Jersey. Dr. Jerry Optoff, um, a great guy, comes to the range all the time. He's one of the two uh, friendly doctors that you can talk to. Uh, I tell everybody listening, if you own guns and you're going through stress and you're going through a divorce, you're going through this, don't hesitate. Get help. Yes. Okay? Your health yes. is more important. Once you get through, most, most depression is temporary, right, Sandy? You're absolutely right. So once you get through that temporary hump, then you can address your guns again. That's what I want everybody to think about. Very, very good advice. Yes, now when a po- and we're going to be discussing it the whole month of May. Anybody else has any mental health awareness tips for uh, May, mental health awareness a month? I would love for you to share them with us. Just uh, email us at uh, talkback at gunforhireradio.com or anthony at gunforhireradio.com. Uh, the new range, uh, we're looking at about Independence Day for the grand reopening. And we're going to have two more ranges. 15 port member only, 10 ports uh, overflow, both 25 yards. Again, pop-up quarantine crawl food, lounge area, 220 parking spaces. A lot of surprises. We're going to have a huge area for retail. We're going to have a members buyers club, et cetera, et cetera. I can't really divulge much more of that, but it's coming. And then when phase two opens next year, we're going to have two more ranges upstairs, party rooms, meeting rooms, and a 6,000 square foot private uh, cigar lounge. Very, very nice. I think we did good, right? I think you did. So you want to talk about the media, how they tilt everything. This article came to me from Frank Siegel, and he wrote, uh, What do you define as sword? Increased by 1% to 100%, etc. The title in New, New Jersey.com, you ready? Mm-hmm. Gun violence soared <laughs> across New Jersey during worst <laughs> pandemic. Last gun year, violence, the yes. gun violence, the yes, guns, yes. guns are very violent things. They, they, they shoot each other back and forth constantly. So last year, 218 people in New Jersey died in shootings, an increase of 45 percent from 2019. This came during a year of tumult with the deadly virus, a superheated presidential Congress uh, contest and a racial justice protest following the May 25th of George Floyd. So they talk about this, and then the Gun Violence Research Center that's paid for by the state of New Jersey mm-hmm. comes in with all this data. Nobody breaks it down. How many of these were Gang criminals killing criminals? Yeah. Uh, gee, all of them? It doesn't say. Oh. It just talks about a surge, and it says that it was, again, I love the title, Gun Violence Sword. So what do we have to do? We have to get rid of all the bad guns. So how many of these were by law-abiding, tax-paying citizens who went through the entire process to get their gun? Frank is right. We would love to know. But you know what? The article doesn't state that anywhere. Because we don't want people to know that. And if it was mostly law-abiding people who have to go through background checks to get their guns and go to shooting ranges like yours, your parking lot should be have bodies stacked up like cordwood, shouldn't it? Yeah, correct. It's not. So out of that 218 people were shot, we all know that none of them were law-abiding citizens. <laughs> it was all criminals. That's a good guess. So what we do is we're going to try to pass a law where we can sue the gun manufacturer because it wasn't the guy's fault that robbed somebody and shot them. It was the gun manufacturer's fault. Of course it was. So listen to some of these letters. And I wanted to say hello, but I know you're on vacation, so I won't bother you. F you, Jules. Uh, (laughs) By the way, May 10th through 18th, Sandy and I will be enjoying Southern Freedom in South Carolina. Oh, shit. 
Please don't bother us unless, of course, it's for something stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I've got 10 years on you and grew up in Jersey City. It was much less complicated. There were four classes of people, white, colored, Puerto Rican, and Jews. However, we were all poor. We didn't know we were poor and played played hard together. That's right. The father of one of my best friends, Choo Choo Jackson, growing up, was a Jersey City detective who moonlighted as a bodyguard for Martin Luther King during his big rally in Washington, D.C. He goes, I am so done with this woke shit, Jules. So am I, Jules. I am so... I am so done with everything is racist and this no, and that just... and everything. Can't we just judge people whether you're an asshole right. or not? Right, exactly. And then uh, Mike W., I love this guy. Aunt Hope as well as well. It's been a while. Not sure if you remember me. I'm the Asian guy, usually dressed in black, who took a number of classes at Gun for Hire in Belleville and Woodland Park, hoping to take more classes this summer. How do I not forget you, Mike? Please... Uh, congratulations on the book and the upcoming expansion. FYI, I just pre-ordered 10 copies of Crime Proof, one copy for me and nine for family members. As a Gun for Hire alumni, I'm always reminding family and friends to maintain the heightened level of situational awareness. Thanks again for being the tip of the spear and for all you do for the 2A community. Stay safe, Mike W. I love you, Mike. Uh, my buddy, um, I got a buddy out there. Do I have any friends? Uh, no. You sure? Yeah, I I don't have any friends. I don't know if you do. It won't well, well, it's just, you know. Have I, you ever heard of Jeff Gonzalez? I Jeff have, Gonzalez is, yeah, he owns uh, Trident. Um, yep. Okay, so Jeff is a friend of mine. He's come to a lot of NRA functions, stuff with me. He's running a class in Franklin Township down by Princeton. Oh, okay. And uh, it's a it's a high-level class. It's $525. It's June 7th and June, June 8th. He's flying out from Arizona. It's a concealed carry class, and it's Trident Concepts. If you go to Trident Concepts website, the Concealed Carry 2, 202, is an intermediate two-day course on the fundamentals of everyday carry. Well, because of ammo shortages, you need 1,000 rounds of ammo and stuff. Jeff has a couple open slots, and he asked me if I would uh, pitch the class for him. And, you know, we have to all stick together in, in this world. I'm one of those guys that I'm wide open and always willing to, uh, you know, work together. So Jeff is running this class. If you want to go, go to tridentconcepts.com. Find this class. It's June 7th and 8th. It's happening in New Jersey. And he will be here. I'm going to try to get down there and, and say hello to him. So support those who support you. Get your butt down there and say hello to Jeff. You'll love taking his class. He's a great teacher, uh, military and uh, civilian instructor. He runs uh, uh, a range out in Arizona, and he's just overall a really, really good guy. I want to talk a little bit about a safety tip now. Uh, this happened in New Jersey, in Sickler, Sick, Sickerville? Sickerville. Sick, Sicklerville. No, this is this. They must have, might have spelt it wrong. Yes, yeah, Sicklerville. They did spell it wrong. Jeremy Schneider for New Jersey Advanced Media. You got to go back to school. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, you know, we talk about uh, rushing the nut. Yeah, yeah. There are times when running and cowering are, are not really apropos. No. So I read this article and I was thinking about it. So an employee at a Sicklerville auto shop was arrested Saturday after bringing a loaded gun to the store and threatening his boss. Dino Harrick, 34 years old, of Gloucester Township, who works at the Mavis Discount and Tire at the Berlin Cross Keys Road, was reprimanded Saturday morning's first performance, police said in a press release. He became irate and threatened the manager, telling him that he would be coming back to the store with something for him. Oh, great. He returned to the shop 15 minutes later with a loaded small .380 caliber firearm, which he pulled out of a hoodie pocket before walking towards the lobby where several customers were waiting. The store manager tackled Hardwick and wrestled the gun away from him, subduing him until police from Winslow Township and then Gloucester Township arrived in response to 911 calls. There were no injuries to any employees, police, or patrons, thanks to the swift actions of the store manager, Gloucester Police said. Hardwick is charged with unlawful possession of a weapon, possession of a weapon for unlawful purpose, terroristic threats, and simple assault. He was taken to Camden County Correction Facility. There are times, ladies and gentlemen, where you have to, when your fight-or-flight reflexes kick in, there's fight, flight, or freeze. Right. Go ahead, Sandy. You wanted to add something. You were hot for this. Mm -mm -mm. So sometimes your mind says, okay, I should run. 
Sometimes it says I should fight. There are also a third time where your body might freeze. Yeah. This is not a bad thing because what you should be doing is while you're frozen, you should be plotting what your actions are going to be when you break from that freeze. Right. Now, I wasn't there, but a lot of people's natural response when somebody pulls a gun is to turn and run. Now, this nut job could have just started shooting the manager in the back and maybe shooting other customers. Right. And just because they say it was a small 380 handgun doesn't mean it's not deadly. <laughs> Damn right. Okay, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to get shot with a 22 long rifle. I wouldn't want to get shot with a 22 short. Right. I wouldn't want to get okay. shot with a 22 CB cap. Right. Exactly. Okay. Right. I wouldn't want to get shot with a pellet gun. Right. A guy a guy killed his wife up in Lake Apacom with a pellet gun. Him oh, and her were right. playing yeah. around. Remember, yeah, he yeah, shot her yeah. with a pellet gun in the abdomen or in the right. chest and they didn't think it punctured. Yeah. And then a couple minutes later, she was short of breath. He called an ambulance. The pellet went through her abdomen and punctured her lung. Yeah. She died. Right, right. So I don't want to get shot with anything. So with the, the quick-thinking manager broke out of the fight, flight, or freeze, and he wrestled the gun from the guy. You know, we talk about this all the time. You're in a movie theater, and somebody pulls out a gun and starts shooting people. Maybe you all don't want to run into a pile and be stacked up like cordwood and yeah. be shot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right? Right. So so these these are the things that you have to to think about. Uh you maybe you gotta break through it, you gotta rush the nut, especially if your family and everybody is involved. You know, if you know about guns and there's an active shooter situation, you know they gotta reload. Right. Right? Exactly. And they're under yeah. stress. This ain't no video game. Right. And if anybody here that's listening to this has taken any of our urban classes or taken any advanced training, there's a big difference of swapping a magazine out when someone's yelling at you and you're right. on the line of fire than yeah. when you're at the range. Absolutely right. Okay, so maybe there's a time where you say, I have to rush the nut. Especially most of these active shooters don't have any firearms training whatsoever. Yeah, they do. Video games. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Video games. And right. then they don't know what they're doing. And they'll get jammed magazines. They right. won't put the magazine in right. all the way or whatever. Maybe that's your turn, time to turn around and rush the nut. Right. So these are the things you have to think about. This guy luckily wrestled the gun from him. I mean, he said, I'm coming back with something for you. So it was definitely heated, and this, the manager was awaiting this and knew something was coming back. But, you know, he probably should have called the police and said, this yeah, guy says exactly. he's coming back and he's got something for me. You know, you, again, hindsight is twenty twenty. but, you know, Sandy, we talk about this all the time. Normalcy bias, we're worried right. if we're going to insult right. somebody. Right. You know, we're worried about filing a police report and it's going to backfire. And then what, what else would make people die? Well, the person was Spanish. I don't want to file a complaint because then they'll think I'm racist. Right. You know, and then the crazy guy comes back and kills everybody, and you're like, mm, maybe I should have yeah, filed yeah, that. Yeah, would have been a good idea. Yeah. You know, uh, so again, there's a thin line we have to cross, but it falls back to this old adage I like to talk about all the time, right? We learned this when we were kids. If something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. Yeah. Am I right? You're absolutely right. It probably, it probably isn't. You probably should be careful. And keep your eyes open and your ears open and, and, and do the right thing, especially for you and your family, you know. Oh, my God. Hold on. I'm sorry, Sandy. I had to take care of that real quick. So I'm looking forward to the opening of the range uh, next door, the addition. The drop ceilings is going in. The lights are going in. The electric's in. The walls are painted. Uh, tile floors are next. And nine tractor trailers shipped from Utah uh, with all of the range components. Nice. All the steel and the traps and the dividers for the ports and everything, you know. Uh, and it's going to be epic when it's open. Um, I'm looking so forward to it. We're building out an area, like I said. There's about 80 uh, food, bakery, vendors, uh, et cetera, et cetera, that we're going to be showcasing. It's going to be so cool, you know, to... Um, to have like you know um uh, my oink and moo there with their barbecue sure, stuff right, right. and uh you know mr cupcakes or the dessert ladies coming down it, it you know um um 
Cindy's up the street and uh, the love of Grub in Clifton. You know, everybody I showed it to, and what's his name right up the street here? I just, I can't think of the name. It's so bad. It used to be PJ Rufo's, uh, Mesa 46 now, Chef Jose. I'm, um, you know, <laughs> I'm so excited that we're going to be able to, to do this, you know, together. Right. Um, right. You know, it's actually taking the quarantine crawl to the next level. Matt wants to do a board and he wants to put uh, business cards and brochures from all 300 businesses. Oh, that'd be great. And products and services. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? What a great idea. You know, so I think that'll just be so cool. Uh, but again, you know. I'm just looking forward to the food. You're looking forward to the desserts, not the food. Oh, well, that's true. You know, we have Sip and Swirl, and we have Last Licks. We have nice. two ice cream. Very nice. Yeah, we have two ice cream places that are going to, you know, Last Licks is uh, up in um, East Hanover. And, uh, or yeah, is that where it is? Yeah, and Sip and Swirl is right over here in Little Falls. And uh, so we're going to have them there, and Mr. Cupcakes will be there, and a little cake, and the dessert ladies. And then as well as about 80... Uh, restaurants and uh, food vendors i just i'm so excited to get this going now it's it's been so long oh by the way all the exterior lights are on outside now so the whole parking lot's lit the place looks like a spaceship <laughs> that's and, great uh, you can see it from the highway yeah oh yeah you can see it big time for the highway and it's uh it's it's really really cool i just wish when you googled my name other uh places of business wouldn't <laughs> come up i would I, I i you know i was it and and you want to know how ignorant they are you want to know how ignorant they are? With Google search, you could pick where you wanted to search. Right. When I was in Tucson, Arizona, when I was in Dallas, Texas, and when I was in Naples, Florida, if you Google my name, their place of business would come up. So I clicked on it, and that means they paid a dollar or two for that click. That's great. But, like, why are you, why are you letting Google drive my name to your place if someone is in Tucson, Arizona? That person's going to hop on a plane and go shoot at your place? Does that does that does that make sense? Like I just I I just find it interesting. You know, it's like it's 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 such a low life move. You, you know, okay. I just I just uh, now I'm talking to you from North Carolina right now. So go ahead. You Google my name. I Google your name. Yep. And um, yes, there is a there is a different the first hit right. Yeah, yeah. So click on it and stay on it for about thirty seconds, and they just pay two dollars for I'll that. I'll just I'll do that all night for you. If you uh, no, you can only do it once every twenty four hours oh. from each device. Oh, so I like have a I, number of devices here. So, so when I when I was in Florida, we had about eight devices a day that were clicking That's it. Very good. Uh, I, but but why? So where are you in South Carolina? Uh, I am on the border of North Carolina and South Carolina. So why somebody down there would be Googling me? Yeah. Why would you pay would you, for your you ad for to come up? <laughs> and then somebody goes, oh, is Anthony Colangelo affiliated with that place? And he clicks, then they click on it, and they're going to pay $2 for Good it. Good for them. You can, you can, uh... <laughs> well, they just paid 2 bucks. Actually, they just paid 6 bucks because... <laughs> I mean, but, but it's... Yeah, it's just really. it's just interesting, you know. Okay, whatever. Right. Whatever. Uh, at least I did it by not using other people's searches, names, or anything. And I did it the old-fashioned way, yeah, I guess. Yeah, actually did it with real live marketing. Yeah, and like, <laughs> and like seven days a week, 365 right, exactly. days a year, yeah. nonstop, and making sure every customer was accommodated, right. uh, you know. And answered one thousand and ten percent, but that's just me. That's just an old way of doing things. I guess the easier way to do it is just, just copy to, and steal other steal people's yeah. shit, right? Right. Wait for somebody else to build it and then try to hitchhike on it. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be yeah. Good, yeah. Yeah. We see how that works out for other companies. It's yeah. always worked yeah, out. It worked like out that. really well. Yeah. <laughs> for, for everybody else, I just, I just. What was you know, the name I, of that other ketchup company? I, uh... Oh, I talked about black cut ketchup, right? Yeah, and John McConnell went to the Park West. Park West. I don't even know whatever the West S. I don't know. He went to a diner over. Here. I think it's Park West, and he made it at the diner, and he sent me a picture of it, and he said it was deadly. And then he finds out that Heinz sells the ketchup and balsamic. Are you serious? Yes. Heinz ketchup sells a black ketchup oh, man. already in the bottle. But yeah. I recommend all of you, if you like ketchup once in a while, especially in French fries or something, put some balsamic into that ketchup and tell me what you think. L really, get back to me and tell me what you think. It was deadly. 
and and the seafood I had when I was in Naples, Florida was deadly. I wish I could buy something to uh, vacation, you know, down there. Yeah. But right now, obviously, I can't because the market is so incredibly crazy. Because no one wants to stay in in uh, in New York, New York or New Jersey or California. You know, all the blue states with the taxes and no services and still on lockdown, et cetera, et cetera. Although we're going to be opening up now because the you know it's elections are coming up, uh, so uh, I just I'm I want to buy something so I can vacation. So all of you know I'm not fleeing New Jersey. My parents are here. My business is still here. My parents live in Woodland Park. I live in Woodland Park. My business is in Woodland Park. I'm only 60 years old, but I want something where I can go down for two or three weeks at a time, five or six times a year. Yeah. Okay. At least for a few years, and then maybe when I'm older, I would like to make that you know, to make the the plunge and 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 retire completely. But I can't right now, uh, but because people are like, you're really moving and stuff. No, I I just want to have something. Uh, I'm so tired of the dead of the winters. I'd like to escape for a week or two. I've been working pretty much, you know, you know, three hundred and sixty-five yeah, days a year for years and years, you know. And I need a, uh, I need a something, you know. I don't want a house down the shore. I don't want to rent a house down the shore. I want to get out of New, New Jersey completely. I want something in Florida. I want to get my carry permit. I want to, you know, I want to, uh, you know, enjoy a little bit of uh, winters down there. So I'm look. I want. It was nice having a pool in my yard, cover up with that screen lanai every day. It was really nice. Yeah, it was right. a saltwater pool. It was nice to go in there and you know uh enjoy it so I'm, I'm really looking forward to that uh being down in a free state while there's still some free states left because uh we're running out of free states yeah and few we, and we far. may very well be running out of florida and uh, most of the red states in the south too texas because, yeah texas the carolinas are all turning i mean look at what happened to north carolina we, there's a nut job governor there and uh no one knows really how he got in i talking to everybody at the gun clubs down here and nobody can understand how the guy got in and south carolina today just um uh, uh refused to pass constitutional carry and it is a total republican um uh, house and total republican senate so i, I mean it, it's a pure republican state but republicans in name only see yep it's it's happening all over yep it, it really is happening all over meanwhile you have these um, politicians that are doing that, but gun sales are skyrocketing everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Even like Illinois. Yeah. Okay? They're so worried about the laws. People are going out in droves and buying guns, and most of them are minorities, and most of the minorities that are buying guns are females. Yes, yeah. Which is okay. good to see. Sandy, it's May. There was 1.7 million background checks in April. It was the strongest April on record. It blew away last April, which was the strongest April on record. So we're setting records literally every single month. Every month since March of 2020, wow. we have been setting records. Wow. I, the, and our politicians aren't catching up to this on their polling yet. No, it's unbelievable. They must be. They either are completely clueless in a in a in a in a, in a bubble somewhere, which we know they are. Or they just don't care, or, they, or they're not reading it right. Okay, you want to do the math? In the past 13 months, right. we have ranged between 1.5 and 2 million firearms purchased each month. Holy crap. Okay, so on the high end would be 26 million. Let's, let's be conservative. 20 million firearms purchased. Let's say half of those were new gun owners. Right. That's 10 million new gun owners. Right. They estimated there was 100 million gun owners in the United States. We picked up 10% more gun owners, 110 year. million in yeah. one year, yeah. in a 13-month period. This is going to start showing up in the ballot box. It sure will. Well, I, I don't I know. Hope. I don't know. Because so many, if you look at all the liberal gun owner forums, it, it's like nothing, none of this exists. It's like, it's like Biden, the sock puppet, can do no wrong. It doesn't matter as long as the, the, the bad orange man is not tweeting anymore. It, it doesn't matter what freedoms they think they lose or they go along with it. It's just like, you know, Stockholm Syndrome. I don't know what the hell it is well, where they just go along with it and, and think it's perfectly okay. Uh, or they talk to each other and say, oh, you're you're in a different state. You, you can get ammunition shipped to you. I'm in California. I wish we could. I wish we could. 
Okay, but the only thing universal I've heard from... So, tonight we had a class. We had 12 people taking the NRA basic pistol class, five hours long. Okay. I'm in there talking to them. People there from uh, New York, Hoboken, and various other places in New Jersey. All of the new gun owners that were in that class yeah. realized that they were lied to about how easy it is to buy a gun in New York and New Jersey when they went through the process. Yeah. So what I feel is when the politicians are on their podiums touting that we need to make gun control tougher, make it tougher to buy a gun, these new gun owners are going to go, wait a minute. Right. I think you speak with forked tongue. Right. Because I went through the process, and it's not easy like you're saying. Like when we had a sitting president say, it's easier to order a gun online than it is a book. Right. Right. Exactly right. Remember, right. he said that. Absolutely. I still hear people, I still see politicians refer to that remark. And the gun show loophole. There, which there is none. Right. You could just wander into a gun show and or order it online. I heard Biden even say that one time. Yes. We, it's, you just, or, we got to stop people from ordering guns online. Uh, what is Amazon? Drop them off? Yeah, or? Amazon. Did you know Guy Fietti, who does diners, drive-ins, and dives and stuff? Yeah. He raised $23 million for restaurant workers. Everybody everybody who applied got $500, right? People that applied for some kind of help. Yeah. So I don't know what $23 million divided by 500 but that's a lot, right? Yeah. He sent letters um, the second or third month of the pandemic. Uh, he sent letters to all the CEOs of major corporations and I just read an article with uh, Fietti and one of my news aggregators, and uh, Bezos didn't donate a dime. He's such a dick. Yes. And by the way, your boy Bill Gates is, and Melinda are getting divorced, Sandy. Oh, yeah. So he's going to be half the richest man in the world. <laughs> he's, gonna, he's got $130 billion. Well, Bezos only gave his wife 25% of his booty. Oh well, see there you go. Okay, at the time he was worth four eight to one hundred and sixty billion. He gave her forty billion. Well, that's all. So how do you uh, get by on forty billion? Meanwhile, she's donated about ten percent of her money already, which is more than he's ever donated his entire life. Right. Now, Bill Bill Gates and his wife, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they have donated over thirty billion dollars. Yeah, he probably would have been the world's richest man if he didn't donate all that money, right? Yeah, probably. So now him and her are still going to be partners in the foundation, but she's going to get, you know, if he's worth $130 billion, she's probably going to end up with about 30 or $40 billion. Oh, uh, sure. If anybody uh, knows her number and wants to hook me up, <laughs> I'm available. You know, he. I'll date him, too. What's he worth, $130 billion? Yeah, I do. I'm not proud. Yeah, I'm not proud of that. <laughs> As long as he bathes uh, every now and again. Uh, anyway, they're, so they're going to get divorced. But you know what's funny about these people? These are the very people that tell us how to wipe our butt, right? what we should eat, what right. we should do, everything right. else. Right? Absolutely. And they're going to get divorced. So I don't think we should take marital status no, uh, advice not. from them. No, not, no advice whatsoever unless it's, I don't know, how to clean your computer. All right, Sandy, give them your VHS. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, on Sorry. that note, it looks like oh, you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a counterthink media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew at Gunfire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. And remember, uh, VHS of Ocean County. So it's GoFundMe.com, VHS of Ocean County. We are raising money to give care to homebound veterans. We love you guys. Five bucks, ten bucks, anything you got. See you next week. To go shine.